Welcome to the Insatiable Appetite. I'm Larry Couch, Visual Communications Manager here at the Hartman Group, and I'm here with Laurie Demerit, the CEO, to talk about a new product on the market today, blended burgers. So maybe we should start with an explanation of just what a blended burger is. Yes, that's a great starting point. So a blended burger is a burger that utilizes conventional meat that we're all familiar with, but it combines it with a non-meat product, typically mushrooms, and it creates a product that's perceived by consumers to be healthier, uh, more environmentally friendly and more sustainable, and obviously somewhat better for the animals. Um, so in addition to several food service establishments who are introducing these burgers in their chains, there's a couple brands available at retail right now, so consumers may have seen them in stores. Um, and in fact, the James Beard Foundation for its fifth year is sponsoring a contest among chefs to actually create the best blended burger to help promote the product. Very cool. We've heard so much about lab-grown meat over the past few years. Why isn't that enough to satisfy people who don't want to eat meat? So we just finished a pretty large research study on food technology, and what became very clear throughout multiple data points in that study is that the number one barrier by far to the consumption of plant-based proteins is a negative taste perception. Um, so interestingly, non-users of plant-based products, almost in equal measures to users of plant-based products, believe that plant-based products can be healthier, better for the environment, etc. but they're really hung up on the taste. And so they haven't really kind of gone out in full force to try it yet. So this blended product, because it has both the conventional meat uh, and some of the additional non-meat products, um, is seen as tasting better. So that taste hurdle is significantly reduced. But isn't all this being driven by vegetarians who don't want to consume meat at all? Actually, we're finding that most consumers who are using these products are doing so because they're motivated by health. Um, and so the vast majority of people are trying these things are not vegetarians. That number has actually remained remarkably consistent in our society, in the U.S. at least. But these are people who are just interested in trying new stuff. You know, it's sort of novel and interesting. And by the way, it's healthier, too. And when they talk about health, it's everything from saying that these products might have less fat, cholesterol, calories, um, they don't have to worry about antibiotics and hormones, and they even think they're more nutritious in terms of things like protein and fiber, et cetera. So even the environmental sustainability and animal welfare aspects of the products um, is not a key driver. It's usually just a nice to have for them. Health is really the key motivating factor here. Okay. So how about folks who aren't eating plant-based products yet? Will they want to try these? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I think for the folks who haven't tried these products, there has been that taste hurdle. But in our new survey, um, for the folks who haven't tried any plant-based products in the past three months, they are significantly more likely to say that they would try a blended burger before an entirely plant-based meat product like Impossible Burger. So that makes us believe that the blended burger could really serve as a key gateway into the entire plant-based category. Um, there's about two-thirds of Americans who have yet to try a plant-based meat product, and so this could be the way to get them to, to try it. And in fact, um, in part of the study, we asked about a host of kind of innovative food production methods, a big uh, kind of lineup of things, and blended burgers were in the top three in terms of consumer-stated purchase intent. Huh. So does this blended idea apply just to burgers? You know, up until recently, it did. Um, however, recently, Purdue Farms launched a brand called Chicken Plus, uh, and there's going to be chicken products that contain vegetables and also plant-based protein. Um, so I think we're likely to see this blended idea sort of expand and disseminate out into other meat categories as well. And the question we have to ask, is this just a fad? Yeah, yeah. Well, we certainly don't believe so. We, we definitely think that blended products will become part of mainstream consumer diets. Now, we don't mean to say that they're going to replace meat. And in fact, meat is continuing to grow in the U.S. today. So this isn't something where it's going to subsume the meat category. 
but it is going to be just another choice. And, you know, with half of Americans having tried a customized diet or eating approach in the past year, these are the sorts of products they're starting to experiment with to explore new tastes, new formats, new diets. And then if they like it and it sort of works for them, they start to incorporate it into their new routine. And so I think the key question in terms of how big can this grow is, you know, how frequently will be they consumed? Are they in addition to meat products? Are they sometimes replacing it? Um, and, you know, number two, how many occasions can they be used on? And that's in large part going to be driven by how many categories they go into beyond burgers um, and how many new formats there are. You know, could these products become part of breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacking as well? Um, the other thing that gives us the belief that this is going to continue to grow is that I think it's interesting to note that the group of consumers who claim to be most open and likely to buy blended burgers are the Gen Z consumers. So those are consumers 22 years of age and younger. That's a huge generational cohort. It's growing in size. They're obviously going to be the consumers of tomorrow. And so they're very positive and very uh, aspirational around the plant-based category in general. So we think they'll definitely be driving the growth there. So, you know, suffice to say, we don't think it's a fad. We believe it's going to continue to grow and it'll be really interesting to watch in the next couple of years. Agreed. Well, thanks for your time today. Thanks for joining us on The Insatiable Appetite. Uh, we'd love to continue the conversation. So please reach out to us anytime. Thank you.